We are recording. I'm hitting go on my stopwatch for three <coughs> minutes. Three, two, one. I'm Jeff. He's Brian. And we have 30 minutes to review everything. Everybody, welcome back to Review Everything. This is Review Everything, the podcast where we dare to ask, do you eat a banana when they're brown? I'm joined today by the Internet's own, the Internet's darling, Jeff White. Hello, Jeff. I I, I uh, routinely eat the brown banana. I'll mix it in with some peanut butter sometimes because it's a little too mushy, uh. but I, I rarely let a brown banana go to waste. So we're talking like full on like spots like old person just turned 60 50 whatever they have like aging spots a, a full brown you do that not, with bananas but not black yeah but not black but not, okay not like, you draw the line at black when yeah when, when the banana has died <laughs> yeah yeah I, when it's brown it's totally edible still when when you mix it with a with peanut butter what, mm-hmm. like what are we talking about here what do you do you like mash yeah, it up, mash it up and no no i might do like a peanut butter sandwich or i might just put the peanut butter on the banana disgusting disgusting i i i think you're wrong on this one do so, you eat do, agree do you eat a green banana yeah to me i like them Ooh. a little on the green side when they're a little more tart not as sweet and, oh, and no. even at We're, Starbucks. So we sell smoothies at Starbucks and you blend a banana in with it. I won't even sell people bananas that are that are brown. Like they'll say, "Do you have any bananas today?" and I'll say, "No, I'm sorry. We do not." We we are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum on this. Yeah, one of us is right and one of us is wrong. <laughs> I, no, no. I Oh, do you, who what do you think the popular opinion? What do you think the more common opinion on this is? I don't, you know, I don't know. I'd be I curious think, to know. Do, oh, is there man. some way for our listening audience to let us know? Uh, find find us on Twitter. I, I'm on I'm on Twitter at not Jeff White, and I'm at B Yinger. So tweet us. I mean, really, uh, realistically, it's going to be. It's really only going to be Mike Schrock, uh, Rich, and maybe mm-hmm. Eric Asp who are going to reply to us, and that's it. maybe. Uh, you know, we've got. I think we've. There's been some chatter. We've gotten some more chatter. Yeah. Uh, on okay. Facebook a little bit. You can yeah. Fa- there, we have a, we have a Facebook uh, page. By the way, you go on Facebook. What if I and, told you and- I deactivated my Facebook account? Well, I'll tell you what people say to us on our on the Facebook page. That's a, that. By the way, if if anyone uh, interacts with you on via the Facebook our Facebook group, it's me because you're you're off it. You've I've completely written it off. Is it all the Russia stuff? Has that gotten you real? Uh, real freaked out for a while there. Whenever I logged in, I just got mad. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me mad, so I just got rid of it. Yeah. It's not a good place for civil yeah. discourse. My wife is blending something. I don't know if you can hear that. A little bit, but I think it's good. It's a it, nice. It's ambience. a it's a step into the Yinger household when we record here. Uh, That's right. Al. 
So I'm, I like that. I'm looking at our show notes here, Jeff, and we yeah. we have a question to answer here. The question is, how tech savvy are you? Hmm. Um. Me. This is kind I'm, of this is kind of the tech episode, right? We have it. This we're, is a, we're doing yeah. a tech episode. Yeah, and and I, the tech is I probably not the last one because uh, there's a lot of tech stuff to cover. Yeah. I I am not tech savvy almost at all. In fact, I need to like I need to have. I, would you would you say building a computer is tech savvy or is that more of a? I guess it's more of a hardware thing. Oh, I would. I would say that's very tech savvy. Yeah. Okay. I would say I, I would my, say that's very tech savvy. Yeah. The the power source in my media computer, I have a computer just that just is hooked up to one of our TVs. It the power source went bad. I have to bribe somebody um to replace that for me. I I'm savvy enough to buy the replacement, but I, I don't I don't trust now, myself to I, actually install it. I think it. you should check. There's some guides on Reddit you can check out. There's yeah. some YouTube guides you can check out. I think you can you can do this one on your own. You know, if you know how to build Legos, you can okay. you can build a computer. My friend's coming over on Sunday. I'm going to watch him and maybe gain some confidence. It's also a good excuse to hang out with friends. Honestly, like yes, some some of my best memories with my dad is us hanging out in our basement just doing weird crap with computers, just building computers and just doing weird stuff with them. So I want to learn. I want to yeah, learn how it's to fun. do that sometime. It's fun. Yeah. But, but as of today, I'm, I'm not incredibly tax heavy, tech savvy. I, we just started streaming, uh, television a few years ago. And that made me feel real cutting edge. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jeff. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not. That's neither tech savvy nor cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be considered tech savvy. No, every everyone does that, Jeff. Mm. Literally, everybody streams. I guess streams I guess, video over the internet. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be savvy then. Yeah, uh, having a media computer is that tech savvy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. I don't know how to fix it. When something goes, but you know we're wrong. we're all on a we're all on a path. We're all on a journey here. You know, you are tech savvy. It's all in the eye of the beholder, but I uh, I do consider myself to be somewhat tech savvy, Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you can build a computer, you're tech savvy. I think so. Yeah, you know, it's you, a spe- it's a spectrum. A- you have a media computer. You talked about this on a previous episode. You you have all of your movies on Plex on on a computer, and you stream it through Plex. Yeah, it's all that's, on one computer. That's very tech savvy. Yeah, I have a gaming computer. I've got a nice multi monitor setup. You know, I've got mechanical keyboards, Jeff. I've got nice video cards. I've yeah. got you know audio interfaces hooked up to my hooked up to my computers that I don't have the correct cables for. You know. Would you drive a wireless, or would you would you ride in a driverless car? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Really, that freaks me out. Yeah, that yeah. scares me. It, for the most part, anytime a, a computer or a robot is doing something, they're going to be way less mistake prone than humans will be. I think. <sighs> <laughs> well, 
I don't. But what, what if something? What about goes when you wrong? fly on a plane, Jeff? Do you understand how much of the time they're using autopilot for almost from almost all of it? Everything except for the takeoff and the landing. <sighs> that's a really good point. Yeah, Ooh, and, and see, that's I'm, that's been around for decades, Jeff. That's a great point. Yeah, would they have to? Would they have to uh, change the way roads are structured? I don't see why not. Might as well. In order to incorporate this, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the robots can adapt. You know, I I feel no. I feel like we're getting into the cryptocurrency realm of discussion where all these things are changing, and I don't understand any of it, and I just get frustrated and confused. <laughs> you know, uh, like is a is a robot in there in the seat driving? <laughs> like I, I, I uh. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, there's advancements happening. I, I uh, driverless cars aren't ready to take over for a while. And as with cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency is still a pretty niche thing. I think there's. I found an article on that. I I uh, shared it on the Facebook page. We're going. We're going back. Not today. Not on this episode. But we're going back to this cryptocurrency. We're going thing. back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but for now, are you ready to get to reviews? Hey, one one thing on the cryptocurrency, real quick, and then we'll get to reviews. Sure. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go. Please. We, we had a great transition plan there, but I got to derail it. Did you know yeah. that f- uh, f- uh, one Fifty Cent recording artist, Fifty Cent? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I believe he sold the rights to like a bunch of his stuff for like Bitcoin or something like that. And you know, just like this, everybody else, he did it real early on, and now it's just boomed into the equivalent of, you know, many dollars. This is the article I was talking about. Oh my goodness, it is. Yeah, that's the exact thing Holy I was going to bring up. Holy Never smoke. mind, for, forget it. We're talking about it now. F- 50 Cent, Blood in the Sand, <laughs> <laughs> the terrible game, 50 Cent. Well, there you go. Well, we'll, he we'll, he, yeah. he just he stumbled. He essentially stumbled upon. He forgot he had it, and now he's like he's crypto rich. So he's poor. <laughs> he's still poor. <laughs> well, you can you can sell that to a dumb person, right? Who will who will buy it? Dumb person, dumb people, and people like mm-hmm. trying to sell guns on the black market, and Russian oh. hackers, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those Russian hackers yeah. have a lot of money. They do. Uh, hey, you said we were going to do some reviews. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, here's this. It's time for reviews. Welcome to reviews. It is the core of our show here. Uh, mm. We just bas- basically we've done 40 episodes of nonsense. And uh, mm-hmm. and Jeff, what do you have for us this week? I have streaming apps. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that uh they stream that's about as savvy as i get close to savvy as i get and and i've used i've used quite a few um on the on our roku oh and you have a roku we have a roku i'm a big fan we have two rokus jeff i would i i hate to break it to you i would consider you tech savvy oh is that right you have two Roku's and you have built your own media computer. I would consider you tech savvy. All right, all right, I'm there. Even, okay. Even though I have to beg you to plug in an Ethernet cord <laughs> when we record this show, I I would consider you tech savvy. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, we got Roku was the first one that I got, and then we got a smaller one, the Roku Express or something like that for our small TV up in the third floor. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then we bought. I decided to try a different one, and we bought a we bought f- a Fire TV. Okay, which is fine. It's fine. I don't like it as much. I I think Roku is where it's at. It's, we we have a Roku TV from TCL that is it was really it was like a 4K TV for like 350 bucks. You you mentioned this on a previous episode. I yeah. love it, man. The whole thing runs on the Roku interface. It's amazing. I love it. It it's Roku so it's so simple and in some ways it's almost too simple. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Jeff. I mean, I I don't there are certain there are certain uh, uh, aspects of its interface that I'm not wild about, but the remote's really good. Um, it's durable. And, like I feel, I feel like the the Fire TV remote is going to fall apart any day. Mm. Um, I will say, I I will back you up there with the Roku remote. The Roku remote, in my experience, isn't terribly durable, but is very easily in. It is cheap to replace uh, because oh, is that right? My my daughter slimed one up real bad one day, <laughs> busted it, <laughs> and so yeah. now we have two remotes: one for her that is non-functioning, and then one for us that is functioning. <laughs> Every day, it's a battle. It's a battle. To, yeah. Oh, the remotes. I am. I am a strict. Kids don't play with the remotes. I type am too. Of parent. Yeah, I am too. And and my wife is not. And so, uh, so Leah has gotten accustomed to playing with remotes, and I, I'm always putting them up high. Um, I think I'm starting to win that battle. Good for you. But, uh, but, but anyway, so, so we stream. There are five apps that that I'm going to review quickly. Okay. Four of them that I use all the time, and one that I used once, and and I'll, I'll get to that later. But the first one, of course, is Netflix. It's the best. Netflix is the best. It, it the interface is great. They don't make it easy to browse, but part of that, I think, it, part of that's that they want you to go through stuff that you maybe are overlooking, right? Right. Is that the mentality? I think so. That's the big complaint on Reddit. Is like, oh, I can't find stuff on Netflix. So, so, so Netflix is great. It has the best original shows. Um, the the non-original content isn't what it used to be but i don't really care because there's enough there's enough there there's more there than i'll than i'll ever have time to watch right so i'm fine with that some people are upset that the amount of content has decreased i really don't care because their original stuff is so is so good it's pretty Um, good yeah it's been great i mean even even some like uh I mean, you have the big, the big ones like Stranger Things, but then even have you watched the OA? No, I've never even heard of it. It's great. They have they have just a bunch of like hidden gems in there. So, um, so Netflix is great. Uh, ten out of ten. Uh, Hulu, I feel like is super underrated. Um, mostly is television. I'm not wild about the original stuff. I can't think of anything on their original. Uh, uh, selection that I've 
that I've really loved. Uh, Katie but, has watched the Mindy Project, and she likes that show. Oh, they did pick that up, yeah. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. I started to watch. I think it's called Quick Draw. Maybe it's like a Western comedy, like an improv, like a almost like a Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, weird. And it was, and it's funny. It's yeah. pretty funny, but okay. but I didn't finish it. But that's that's worth watching. I love all the television, though. It's definitely the the television option. Um, I'm rewatching ER right now, which is really holds up. Um, I hate Hulu's interface sucks. It's ter- it's terrible. I've gotten used to it, but their update they did a few months ago is not all that great. Um, yeah, I've, it's it's visually striking, but like yeah. not terribly functional sometimes i feel like you have to click two or three extra times to do something that you should only have to click the button once to do yeah but uh but as i've gotten used to it it's been fine um so i've i've mellowed out a month ago i would have said it was the worst of of all the interfaces and i hated it but now i just sort of mildly hate it um it's Amazon. Not, it's not horrible. Yeah, I, it's what you know. What it's so different from the others that I feel like it's that adjustment period that's a little yeah. rough. Um, you know what interface I do hate though is uh, Amazon Prime. Ugh. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's where is anything? <laughs> yeah, and and then once you think you find something, you realize that it's not on Prime, and you have to pay to. To rent it. Yes, yes. Or something. It, I feel like it's constantly tricking me into, into uh, you know, you get your heart set on watching something and then you realize you can't watch it on Prime and you go, well, the, the, maybe the hope is that then I'll go, well, I guess I'll just watch it anyways and, and pay four bucks to rent it. I'm I'm sure that's the case. I, I'm certain that's the case. I, I really wish they would just break it out into two different apps. Yeah. Yes, it would make it would make it so much easier. It's worse on the Fire TV because Oh, really? And that's it's that's like, their that's Amazon's thing. That's their TV. Because they mix you can click on so there's like like an app selection sort of like a like a channel selection. Yeah. Where you can click on Prime and then it'll just segregate all the Prime stuff. But when you select an app like Netflix, Hulu, other Amazon selections, like other movies and television shows, are just sort of integrated in there with all the apps. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just, it feels cluttered and messy, and, and I hate it. Um, their selection of stuff is okay. Um, the Tick is funny. I Have you watched The Tick yet? I have not, no. I watched the original show. The the Amazon series is definitely an adult version, a lot of swearing, um, and it's really funny. It's it's definitely worth watching. Um, they have that show. I haven't watched it. The Man in the High, the Man in the High Castle, man something in, like uh, that. Man in the High Tower, Man, man in the High, high ta- ta- Man in the High Castle, something like that. It's this guy. He's up high yeah. somewhere. It's about it's about the, it's a Nazi show. Yeah. It, oh, it's fantastic. It's really good. Uh, yeah, I've, we've we've wanted to watch it. It's on it's on our short list. So uh, Amazon's good. I I think if 
Amazon Prime didn't come with all the other perks, like with the shipping, you know, yeah. all free shipping, all that stuff. I don't know that we would. Well, I'm not. Hold on, hold on here, Jeff. I uh, yeah. I think I think Amazon Prime. So okay, so I like Netflix. Okay, I like Hulu. The, the mm-hmm. current of of the those three, the current two that Katie and I subscribe to is Hulu and Amazon Prime. But Amazon Prime, okay. of course, because it's, you know, there's everything else going on, you know, of yeah. course. Um, there are several shows that we have really enjoyed on Amazon Prime. I enjoyed The Man in the High Castle. Uh, okay. Katie has really enjoyed the fantastic Miss Mabel, or whatever her name is. Okay. Uh, which is written by the Gilmore Girls lady, which that's a whole, I feel like we could do a whole episode on all of that uh and then the grand tour is also an amazon prime i really enjoy the grand tour a lot oh i've seen that it's it's good that's worth watching yeah it's great if you like cars uh Mm -hmm. and and british you know rich british dudes you'll you'll like the show okay i don't really okay i don't really care about cars uh maybe don't watch it then okay I did enjoy comedians in cars getting coffee. And that's kind of about cars. Yeah, you might enjoy the show then because okay. it's about cars, but that show is at its strongest when it's three dudes traveling across Europe, caravanning in three different cars, and there's just weird stuff going on. Okay. Okay. I'll have to check that one yeah. out. It's good. Uh, the fourth on my list is not up your alley at all. Uh, the, the WWE Network. Uh, it's great. It's great. The The interface is very Netflixy. Okay. Um, it's very clean. It's, it's easy to find things. Uh, they'll put collections of things, you know, collections of different matches. Uh huh. Um, they're always improving stuff. There's a ton of content up there. Now, um, you basically, you pay for this. You basically get access to just everything, right? Like you get the, you get the wrestling fire hose basically, right? Basically, yeah, and there's stuff that they're still uploading, but at this point, it's getting to be almost obscure. They they bought a bunch of libraries from companies that had gone out of business. Oh, wonderful! Oh, so that's great. All the old WCW stuff, ECW, all this old stuff from the seventies and eighties, um, all of their pay per views. And the thing is, so in the past, you'd get a pay per view, right, and you'd pay fifty bucks. Just to watch the one pay per view, you pay ten bucks a month for the network, and you get to watch the live pay per views. That's nice. So, yeah. So it's really it's if and if you're not going to get the pay per views in the first place, then it's still ten bucks a month. But if you were getting them, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a show for the company. But you are, yeah, that's fine. It kind of it kind of doesn't make sense to not get it as long as the technology is available to you. You know, I get, I get it. Maybe if you live out in the sticks in Wyoming and your, your internet connection isn't what it could be. If you live in, you know, the, in this, you know, right. uh, uh, middle of a bigger, kind, more yeah. densely populated area. Right. So like a Salina, Ohio type internet connection. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our internet connection's fine here. We're not that, we're not that out in the middle of nowhere. Mm hmm. That's what you say. So, um, so, anyways, it's it's good. Obviously, you have to like wrestling to 
care about it, but in terms of how in terms of the interface and the content up there, it's really, really good. Um, it's well worth the money for us. The the last one, Brian, have you heard of VRV? This is completely new to me. So VRV, they I, supposedly they want to compete with the with the big guys, with the big boys, and um, they mostly have anime. We got a one, we we did like the a one month uh, trial thing. Because the great show Harmon Quest is on there, uh, which is Dan Harmon, creator of Community and co-creator of Rick and Morty. He plays D&D with his celebrity friends and, um, and they animate it. And it's a, it's a great show. It's a really, really good show. And it's only on VRV. So we subscribe just to watch the newest season of that. And the interface is abysmal. It's impossible to find anything it feels like it's just it's a total mess and i want to like it uh the guy pendleton ward who created adventure time he has a brand new show for adults up there i don't remember what it's called uh so they have some interesting content it's just it's just a real pain in the ass to look through anything there as uh me an intellectual uh i would say that this this is not for me in the least. Uh, <laughs> you would like Harmon Quest. Would I though? You totally would. I Oh yeah. I um Okay, so <sighs> everyone's talked about how I would just love Rick and Morty so much. And I've watched I've watched a little bit of Rick and Morty and it's not that it's not that great. I feel like Rick and Morty's sense of humor comes more from um I'm blanking on his name, but the other guy, the other guy created it. Justin, what's his beak? Uh, uh, Justin Roiland. Yeah. Who I do find really funny. Yeah, I mean, that's not helping me out at all. Like, I still think the show is not that funny. Did you like Community? I haven't watched Community. I think, I think you would like, Dan, Harmon Quest is, is way more Dan Harmon. And, well, it's all Dan Harmon. I feel I feel like I feel like Rick and Morty. The DNA of Rick and Morty is Justin Roiland and his sense of humor. If you if you've seen the other work yeah, he's done, yeah, I don't know. I just watch it and it's like, okay, I get it. Like you're really smart and you really like fart jokes. Like, okay, we got it. Like, can we get something new, please? Like, eh. I, I I love Rick and I love Rick and Morty. But if you don't like Rick and Morty. I don't think that has any bearing on whether or not you would like Harmon Quest. Okay. They're, they're yeah. To- tonally, they're so different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll wa- yeah. Maybe. This maybe, is this maybe is more if I like stumble across Harmon Quest. I'll watch it. But Rick and Morty, I just it's, I I don't know for whatever reason I can't do it. Like everyone talks about how funny funny it is and how much I love it and everything, and I just see a bunch of a bunch of dudes who think they're really smart talking about how smart of a show it is. And it's, it's, it's fine. It's like if a it's funny a lot- version of Neil deGrasse Tyson made a cartoon, you know, that's all it is. It's a love it or hate it show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, do you, do you like Patton Oswalt? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, Pat, Pat, uh, uh, Paul F. Tompkins. I like Paul F. Tompkins. Yep. Harmon Quest is more about those guys improving together. Okay. 
I could get it. And, and right in the story. Yeah, yeah. It's it. You, I, you would dig it. You would dig it. It's up on YouTube. You can you can see some stuff on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll check it out on YouTube. Okay. But that's it. That's the streaming apps. I, I went on too long. That's the streaming apps. Uh, the, they're all pretty good. Amazon Prime, not so much. VRV, terrible. But uh, but for the most part, they're all pretty good. Uh, here's my question. We're at about 29 minutes into the show here. Uh, do we want to yeah. do my review or do we just mo- want to move on to pros and cons? How about quick? Do do a quick minute. Okay. Quick. You're going to talk. You're going to talk. <laughs> okay. You, Great. Because a quick you're, minute. You're talk, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. You're going to talk about something that I want to, I want to, uh, I, we've, we've talked about getting one of these. Okay. So I want to know. All right, so uh, I want to talk about Google Assistant slash Google Home. Uh, it's kind of in the same category of like the Amazon Echo, Amazon Alexa thing, which you're like you're like 15 seconds in, Brian. You got to pick up the pace. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> so Alexa is kind of what Amazon's AI is called. Echo is the product that Alexa lives on. Likewise, Google Assistant kind of lives on your phone or in any of the Google Home products. Uh, I have a Google Home Mini that I mostly just use for music. So I've heard that these things are basically music players. Yeah, they're they're nice for music. What's nice is I have a Chromecast audio that I have hooked up to my stereo. So I can do Spotify in really high quality on my stereo and it'll sync up with my Google Home Mini in the kitchen and it'll play the songs together. So it's like I kind of have a cheap a cheap man's uh, home whole house audio system that's like kind of mm-hmm. all synced up together. Um, but recently I've gotten a little bit more into like the smart home kind of stuff and there was a sale on some smart plugs that kind of hook into your Wi-Fi network and you can you can talk to uh your Google assistant and tell it to turn off the living room lights or turn off the or turn on the office lights, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh it's for me in my situation it's mostly useless. It's it's a part it's a parlor trick more than anything because and I'm not, don't hear this wrong. I, I am not mm-hmm. blaming my wife at all for this. She basically wants mm, nothing sounds, to do with it. It sounds so judgmental towards her. It, it's not, uh, uh-huh. but you have to have everybody yeah. on the same page because these, so we have our lights hooked into these smart plugs. Yeah. And basically what the smart plug is doing is uh, it's, it's turning the outlet on and off. Okay. So what she likes to do is use the switches on the actual lamps. Like a normal person. Like yeah. a normal person. Right. That's all anybody wants to do is use the lamps like a normal person. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if you talk to your phone in, or talk to your Google Home Mini, you can do either or and say, hey, turn, turn off the living room lights. It turns the plug off. And if you want to use the switch, it doesn't do anything because there's no power going to the lamp. So we have to leave the plugs on all the time (laughs) and you got to get everyone on the same page or it's just a, it's just a pain in the butt. And, and also I don't, I don't necessarily want to talk to my phone every time I want to turn a light on, you know? 
I, don't you feel like with these things, the main advantage is to do things that are easy to do anyways, like playing music and turning lights on and off? I do, like, I, I do use it in my office. I do have a desk lamp that the plug for it is like behind a bookshelf, so it's hard to reach. So yeah. it's way easier anyway just to talk to the phone to turn it off and on. I'm more interested in a device that could make me breakfast or... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like like things things that things where you go, oh, that would really free up, uh, you know, busy mornings for me and everything. But like, oh, here's here's this thing, and it, and you just talk to it, and it turns on a light. I'm not having problems with that. Yeah, I can. I'm I'm turning on and off lights with zero issues at this point. Now, I will say, I do really like my Google Home for. As I said, playing music, even though with Spotify, it's a little janky. It's mm-hmm. Spotify's got some work to do with their apps and with their um with their with their integration with Google Home. My wife swears by Spotify. I think it's over. I think I think in terms of the interface and everything like that, it kind of drives me nuts. They've got some work to do. As far yeah. as like sound quality goes, so I get a free premium account through Starbucks. As far as mm-hmm. sound quality goes, with a great pair of headphones, it's it's amazing. It's so oh, good. Okay. It's so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, but it's pretty good for the music. Um, I really like, I can say, hey, Google, what's the news? And it'll tell me, like, the top headlines from NPR, which is really cool. <coughs> I really like oh, that Oh, that's nice. It's yeah. really nice. You can ask it, like, the weather, you know, what time your schedule starts tomorrow, you know, that sort of thing. So it's I I really like it when you're not interacting with home automation products. Okay. Um or at least the smart plugs are kind of kind of not great. I can talk to Google to have it uh our thermostat is plugged into it, so that's kind of nice. I can say, you know, hey, set the temperature to whatever. That's pretty nice. That's not a problem. Because you can still just walk up to the thermostat and adjust it and you know, yeah. Katie Katie can interact it, interact with it the way she wants. I can interact it, with it the way I want, and we're all happy. Okay. We might we still might get one of these things, but I, I'm I'm I bought mine point. for twenty bucks. <laughs> you know? Oh wow, okay. It's worth it at that price. So Okay. All right. I haven't had any in, interaction with the uh Amazon or Alexa side of things because I, I really like the Google Google stuff. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Google's the way to go. Yeah. Oh man, Brian, you went way over on your minute. <laughs> I did. You hey, did. okay. With that said, Jeff, we got pros and cons. Let's get into it. Here's the bumper. Here we go. Got your pros and cons here. Got your pros and cons here, Jeff. What do we have? That's a that's a crowd pleaser right there. Oh, that it's bump. a real crowd pleaser. Yeah, uh, I got two. I got uh, pros and cons for two things. The first one is uh, pros and cons of forgetting. This is uh, this comes to us at a request, kind of, uh, from Katie Cantonese, uh, who uh, who sent this message on Facebook. Cat Cantonese. Cantonese. I'm sorry. Cantonese or, or Katie Cat. Katie Cat. Does she no? Does she like that? I don't you know. know. You know Katie. Okay. I do. I don't know if she likes it, but people refer to her as that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
All right, pros, pros of forgetting. Finally, a way to deal with most of my high school memories. <laughs> uh, oh, very topical, Brian, for this podcast. If you're 50 cent, it can help you gain in bitcoins. <laughs> that worked out really nice. You bring that's up that re- that's real good. Yeah. Uh, it helps create a nice adrenaline rush as I look at my clock in the morning because I'm late. Oh, yeah, that's real good, Jeff. Uh, cons of forgetting. Uh, it causes me to awkwardly call half of my coworkers, buddy, man, or guy. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. Uh, creates a burden on my wife as she has to hear me ask where basic utensils are located uh, at least once a week. And they're always in the same place. Uh, and so, it makes it... Wait, hold oh, on. What's up? Hold on. Your, yeah. w- your wife forgets where they are? No, I do, and I have to ask her. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is... Uh, so, my wife is right outside the door here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a little bit of a point of tension in our marriage right now. Uh-huh. Is that... Who's a forgetter? Are you the forgetter? Uh, I'm the for- I'm the forgetter, and uh-huh. uh, I don't put stuff back in the right place when emptying the dishwasher. I'm not sure I know where half of our dishes go. I just put it somewhere, you know, as long as we're not treating the dishwasher as another shelf, you know? I set it on the counter and then wait for her to get home from work, and then she puts it away. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a good idea. That's, a, that's our system, and I never asked if we could do it that way. I just started doing that, and she hasn't yelled at me yet. So, um, so it's working out pretty well for me. Hey, uh, you do what you got to do. The last con for forgetting uh, makes it increasingly difficult to hold on to my bitter grudge against Janice for over 20 years. Ooh, who's Janice? I just made that up. I don't know. Okay. I don't know Janice. An ex-lover. We'll say an ex-lover. An, an ex-lover. You have to say uh, lover. Yeah. yeah, you have to say lover. I feel like lover. I don't know why that feels, doesn't that always feel extra uh, intimate? Uh, extra intimate and extra late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, my yeah. old my my ex lover Janice. Lava. We, we had a falling out, and we've been <laughs> holding a grudge for twenty years. Okay. That's a story I'll tell uh-huh. for another time. Okay. Hey Brian, uh, pros and cons of frappuccinos. Oh boy. Uh, pro. Uh, you're now part of the club. You can finally say that you're drinking coffee without actually tasting coffee. Uh, it's the adult Ugh. version of, I know we're going to get there, Ugh. Brian. It's the adult version of chocolate milk full of caffeine pretense and just enough chocolate drizzle. So people don't think you're, uh, don't, people don't think the, that you take yourself too serious. And, uh, and the last pro it's a gateway coffee for the kids. Like that's what it is. Yeah, it's a kid. That's true. It's a kid. Yeah. It's a kid's drink. People. <laughs> Of, whoa, Ooh, oh my God. excuse me oh my goodness need a cough or a sneeze switch uh now we're getting into the real deal here the cons of frappuccinos uh it's not coffee no matter how much you want it to be oh a hundred percent yeah it doesn't sound cool americano sounds cool espresso sounds cool frappuccino sounds like a teenage code word for human reproduction and uh and finally, <laughs> what <laughs> what frappuccino sounds like a teenage code word for f- human reproduction you know, no it like, doesn't it does not. 
hey, what, are go, talk- uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, you want to go? You want to go back there and get the old frappuccino? <laughs> You don't. You don't think what it sounds vaguely no. like a like a <laughs> like a child's way of saying, you know, I'm just gonna. Uh, you don't think so? Even yeah. a little bit. Give him the old uh, vanilla bean, if you know what I mean. Give the old vanilla bean. <laughs> Is there a Starbucks in Salina? There's a Starbucks in St. Mary's at the 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 uh, Kroger's. Mm grocery store yeah. but but we have we have a uh we have a uh a new coffee place called, of, of the last few years called hazelnut which is very much uh, a of starbucks type place it's a starbucks it's, ripoff yeah we have one of those in kent and it's they're just stop trying to be starbucks uh tree city yeah i like tree city oh. it's all right it's it's not it's not my go-to when I'm in the area. Yeah, yeah. I, it's spacious. It has enough space to it that makes me happy. The Starbucks in Kent. Is yeah, I don't know. They keep trying like, to. Luck finding they keep trying to cram crap into the into Tree City, and then and then there's they're trying to do way too many things and can't really do anything well. And it's just like, uh, uh. come on, guys. What about the uh, Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin' Donuts, I fully endorse. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, Final Con, uh, Frappuccinos, it's basically creamer. You're drinking creamer. Yeah, it's whole milk and a bunch of sugary goo, more or less. Yeah, with a vague coffee taste. And like an instant coffee mixture added it. Yeah. There's, there's people at my Starbucks store who get these <coughs> at 5 in the morning. It's insane. Dude, it's 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 so, a milkshake. It's a milkshake. It's it. That's I say that all the time. That it, you're drinking a milkshake. You're not drinking coffee. No, it's fine if you want to drink a milkshake. Yeah, everybody wants a milkshake from time to time. I guess I just want people to acknowledge that they're drinking milkshakes on a daily basis. Yeah. All right, and nobody is. That's, that's it. Pros and cons. There we go. Uh, okay, I'm going to start this song, and we're going to get into our closing suggestions here. Okay. Whoa! All right, here we go, Jeff. Let's close it out. What? Are you, what? What's? What? I don't. What's happening? What are we doing? We're, recommendations, Brian. <laughs> oh, we're okay. Yep. 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 And today, I'm going to recommend East Pack backpacks. Uh, it's possible the quality of Eastpac isn't what it once was 20 years ago, but I wouldn't know, Brian, because I bought my Eastpac backpack about 20 years ago, mm. and the old girl and I have been through a lot together. Okay. Hiking, vacations, moving. That one time I got kicked out of my house. That didn't really happen. I use this thing uh, all the you time. Kinda, you kind of did. You kind of did. I kind of did. I kind of did. A little bit. A little bit. I use this thing all the time, and it's showing literally no wear and tear. Also, it's not flashy, just the way I like it. This is a plain black, no-nonsense backpack that says, I'm carrying everything I need for the whole day in here, and I don't care to look fancy about it. But backpack says something about its owner. Mine says, I hate people noticing me, and I have some real serious abandonment issues. When I <laughs> bought my East Pack backpack as a teenager... I knew I was buying a backpack to last me decades, but Brian, at that time, I didn't know that I was also, I was buying a travel companion, a confidant, and the best friend money could buy. Oh. 
Hey, they've, that's it. they've got some handsome options. They've got a couple of different versions than just a traditional East Pack backpack. Is there? I won't be in the market for another 20 years, maybe. I am in the market for a new small backpack. The one I have is just way too large. I need something small. East Pack. Okay. It holds up. Uh, my recommendation, Jeff, if if it's okay if I have maybe at least a minute and a half of the show. Uh, yeah, well. I, my, my recommendation, if it's okay with you, is uh, Euro Truck Simulator 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you're in the mood to uh, s- simulate driving a semi truck across Europe, hauling anything from you what? know generators to oil to you know food, you know who knows, you know you can drive all the way from Spain to Lithuania, and uh, it's just a real relaxing time. You know, there's it's not competitive. You're just driving from point A to point B. And enjoying the beautiful European landscape. If you happen to only listen to Dave Matthews Band while you're playing the game, that's your choice. Uh, but for me, Euro Truck Simulator 2 is the way to calm down after a, after a hectic day. Is is there a goal? Does the game? Does, is there? Yes, a, yes, Jeff. Oh, of course, well, there's I, a goal. Of course. Well, I, it's, that sounds like you're you're traveling around. You're driving. Relaxing. You're you're making your deliveries. You're getting. You know. Mm-hmm. You're getting your. Uh, you know. You're getting your high power generators from Lithuania over to Berlin. You know. Uh, and uh, you know you run your own trucking agency. You're in charge of it, uh, and you drive the things. It sounds like work. You know, you gotta you gotta back into the trailers, and you gotta you know take them to the right places, and it's it just sounds like you're doing work, simulated work. <laughs> it's... Would you play? Would you pay? Would you play a a Starbucks barista simulator? Uh, only if it was in VR. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could pretend to do that at work. Just pretend you're in a simulator. Maybe the maybe the day maybe the day will go by quicker. I, I, I'm in. Look, you give me a leveling system and loot boxes. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. You give me a permanent marker upgrades, sharpie upgrades. You know. <laughs> I'm in. That might that might be a good idea for Starbucks to increase yeah. employee enthusiasm. All right. Let's get out of here, Jeff. Uh, any any closing words here before we get out of here? Uh, I'm on Twitter at not Jeff White. I'm actually on Twitter often. It's not just something I have. I'm I'm active on the Twitter. Mm, that's good. Good for you. Hit, hit me up, as the kids say. Hit me up. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at b yinger b y i n g e r. Uh, I am not on Facebook. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram. So uh, hit me up on Instagram. Other than oh. that, oh yes, go ahead. I'm on Instagram as well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, no, no, no problem. We got a, a website redesign coming up here. ReviewEverythingPodcast.com. Not that it matters, but it's going to look a little nicer. I keep on saying that on the Facebook group, and I think people think I'm lying now. Uh, it's ha- it's happening. You might be lying, but it's happening. <laughs> it's happening at some Soon. point. Yeah. Uh, hey, we made it to episode 40, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back when we're back, right? 
That's right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.